0: Hi, young, and welcome to Hallie Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, PD Rave. This is episode thirty-three, Material Girls. Enjoy. Start recording audio. <laughs> All right, good practice run. Good practice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We got ourselves rehearsed. We're ready to roll. Podcasts are best recorded. (laughs) All right. Let's go back to the beginning of this video.
1: Well, we got to do the whole thing over again, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Hello, Juku, in three, two, one. Buenos nachos amigos and welcome back to another episode of You Juku. We're back! After a couple of weeks off, <laughs> we well, finally returned. Uh We're here once again, you know, together. Uh Talk about East Asian pop culture. We took a little break, but we're back. Always with me mm-hmm. is my buddy, my cohort, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz?
1: I'm doing pretty good, and I can see in our hiatus, we both forgot how to do things. I've forgotten how to wear headphones, even though I wear them every day, and you forgot the special part of podcasting, which is the recording. recording. <laughs> the recording part.
0: Yeah. Uh, of course, we, we start off every episode talking about what we've been listening to this week and uh, what's caught our attention music-wise. Uh Cass, what have you been listening to these past couple weeks?
1: Um, what I have been more anticipating than listening to is Skull's release of King of Irie. Um, and we have a, I'm not even going to call it a short teaser. I'm pretty sure this is the song <laughs> <laughs> with just like another minute or two missing. Um, and, uh, it's the teaser for the song Who Gives a Shit, uh, by Skull. Um, Skull is just one of these guys. I, I really appreciate what he does in the Korean hip hop scene in bringing the kind of reggae, uh, vibe to it. Even though reggae isn't really a big influential music on me, but when it's good, it's good. Um, and I really kind of, kind of like what, what Skull, do- I like most of what Skull does. I'm not going to say I like his category as a whole that he does, but. A lot of the stuff that he does really catches my attention, Um and I'm kind of anticipating to see what this one is. Uh And this teaser video, like we were, we were saying, is just kind of very standard Jamaican dance hall. Uh, yeah. Girls grinding and, and being acrobatic and skull motioning to the camera, you know? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of <laughs> motions of, of smoking and yeah. other listed things, maybe <laughs> the
0: funny cigarettes, you know, uh, maybe yeah. the funny cigarettes that, uh, could, that apparently fooled, uh, G dragon, you know, see G dragon oh, yeah, in yeah. the corner. Uh, but yeah, the ridiculousness and kind of the fun of the video. It's going to be interesting. To see the, the dude haha, rolls with <laughs> ha his yeah. best buddy. Uh, but what else have you got for us?
1: Um, so I, I, just kind of went with whatever the top stuff was on, uh, the 1K Leon Music, uh, YouTube. So there's a song from, uh, B.I.G., uh, Boys and Groove called Hello, which is pretty much just a song kind of representing Korea. They talk about a lot of the things that, you know, they love about Korea, Korean food and all that kind of stuff and, and all that. Um, the thing that was most interesting for me was kind of not the vitriol hate, of this song, but kind of the really pointed out characteristics of it. Like the dancing is kind of meh. The song itself overall is kind of meh. Um, but I still, I still liked it. Um, and, and, uh, boys in the groove is not really a song that's on my, or not really a group, I should say, that's on my radar. And I know they're relatively new. Um, but they're just not like, Something I've come across. But, like, the the comments down come, here are, yeah, like... they
0: a Nugu group, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah the, the comments are, like, paragraphs and paragraphs of just, like, things. Uh If you kind of scroll down and look at some of the comments and stuff like that. I haven't read through all of them, but there are a lot of them that are, like, written out and, you know...
0: Yeah. Just, they, they've elicited a strong reaction.
1: A stronger reaction yeah. than you see from a lot of Nugu's. Uh Yeah. So I don't I don't know if that goes to show that, you know, maybe they're just a group that everybody's looking at or just because it happens to be on a very popular YouTube channel, which everybody kind of goes to see things yeah. and, you know, stuff of that nature. I'm not really sure. But, you know, that it was a surprising reaction to me. It wasn't just like, oh, this is dumb. Oh, I hate this. I mean, some of that is in there. Uh, down there in the comments, but most of it is very, like, well pointed out, like, well, the, you know, this is the thing that I really didn't like about the song because of this, because of this regression, blah, 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 and people really seem to put some thought into it. Most most of it is still dumb YouTube comments, but it was a surprising effort to me to see what it was. Um, right. and I'd say I think it's a little bit
0: a of credit to that could God. be the fact that the new YouTube comment system, the fact that you can say top comments and you see all the upvoted comments. Like, True. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, interesting song uh, that I heard a little bit of, but yeah, uh, it's very interesting to see the reaction to a, a new group and the fact that people put so much thought into
1: actually critiquing, <laughs> uh, the group. Uh,
0: yeah, but yeah, so But or, I, so,
1: I do think the dancing is a little kind of, you know, one, two step ish, like, you know, hit, hit, ha, and then reset. Yeah. Um, But I mean, that's not, it's not a bad thing. I don't really see that. And, uh, yeah, for my last song, I went with something that everybody knows. Um, I really didn't like the song that, that much, but it's Girls Day. And I figured why not give a little bit of love to Girls Day, uh, and tell everybody, make sure they go out and they're, they're listening to Girls Day, uh, with this, this new release song called Darling. Yeah. It's
0: interesting because it's it's more cutesy than the 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 last like couple of songs that they did with uh, yeah, yeah. You know something, but like it's still kind of sexy and and you know it's kind of yeah. more of a summer song. It, it, definitely, oh, it definitely feels like is.
1: It, it's is really like bright and poppy. Release. Like like song wise, it's really bright and poppy, and and visual wise, it's really bright bright and poppy. So you know, yeah, and uh and then and, and they're lovely girls.
0: And, and they're lovely. And Sojourn makes the best faces. <laughs> yeah Uh, yeah. Every day. Girls Day. Everyday, Girls Day. Um, Everyday, Girls Day. No. Uh, yeah. So, uh, last, last couple of weeks, some interesting stuff that uh, caught my attention, probably yours' attention. Uh, the big release, we talked about, uh, Taeyang. I think we've talked about Taeyang's, uh, yeah, we did. We talked about Noon, uh, Noonko Ips or eyes, nose, lips. Uh, one cool thing off of that that came off of that was that there's been a lot of covers and things like that. A lot of covers, surprisingly. It's just kind of been a thing that's yeah, happening. Yeah, it's very
1: surprisingly.
0: Uh, it's gonna. It's it seems like uh, this has been like the male K pop singers version of Let it go. <laughs> when it go. You know how it was for the girl <laughs> K-pop singers. You can find a girl K-pop singer that didn't do a Let It Go cover. Now we see like Eric Nam did one and and a couple other ones did one. Uh but specifically I wanted to pick out one that was a actually collab with Tae uh from uh, Your Boy from Epic High, uh tablo mm-hmm. Tableau did a kind of an English version cover of the song you know with with help from tab with uh, Tae young himself of uh, eyes nose, the lips and it was pr- pretty fantastic uh like it's all in English, it's all really understandable it's all
1: really well
0: written and
1: it 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 is so well written i fucking dude, I loved this and we we talked about it and we talked about how much I like this more than the original yeah um you know. But and I, and I still like the original. It, 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 I think it's still a good song because we compared it to that kind of D'Angelo thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, this is a really good so- cover. Yeah, like, it's a
0: really good reinterpretation. Like it's really, really well thought out, really well written, really cool and j- interesting. And like you can feel Tableau in like you know like the, his emotion in it, and it just sounds cool. It's really cool and poetic. Uh, and I love hearing more stuff from Tableau and like, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe this is a little sign that, uh, Epic High isn't stuck in YG's basement. <laughs> like, cause we haven't heard a lot from Epic High ever since they t- uh, signed with uh, YG. So, uh, but hopefully this means that, you know, they're still like being active. They're still considering making music. <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, this is your stuff fantastic song uh right, so additionally we talk about another girl group uh that put on a new single this one's a less uber popular girl group in the name of fiesta uh or yeah. fiesta uh their newest song one more uh that they released and it, it it's it's a really f- kind of fun song and kind of a sexy song and, uh, and it definitely caught my attention, uh, cause, cause it's kind of sexy. Um, yeah, and it's a really cool song. It's really well, a really fun dance, really fun music to it. It has a really cool groove to it. Like it's really well done. And it's also gotten a bit of a controversy because, uh, it got banned by M- NBC, it, even though they had all originally approved it for broadcast. Uh, NBC went back, hey, wait, what's going on here? And banned it because they, the sing- lyrics might refer to a threesome. <laughs> uh <laughs> Because there's one part <laughs> where it says, let's invite somebody else that knows a little better, you know, into our, to our thing here and have some fun. And of course they kind of try to play it off and say, oh no, it's referring to a video game. It was like, n- n- nobody believes that. But I thought the, the controversy was a little bit silly, not because of their reaction, which is of course, it's just something they have to do to be, you know, in Korean broadcast. But the fact that it, it's, it's an issue <laughs> that, that they may be referring to a threesome. Like, <laughs> like can't, can't the song just be about maybe, oh, you Korea. know, having a little fun? Uh, nah. yeah. Korean broadcast companies, they just, it's just like, they got to censor things to, for the sake of looking like they're censoring things and doing their
1: job. Yeah. Oh. Hey, you know, Korea still wants to be the most wholesome place in the world where you're like, yeah. you know, no. <laughs> yeah. Where,
0: where, where no. they're, they're very, cons- con- you know, they're very, uh, uh, conservative about sex. You know, they're very, uh. You know, reserved about sex. I mean, aside from their billion dollar uh sex uh, trade industry, you know, the prostitution industry, they're very conservative and very reserved about sex. Uh but yeah. I was so. Yes. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's just a really fun song. Did you get a chance to uh, check out this song?
1: Um I listened to it a little bit. Uh i I it didn't super stand out to me, but you know, I, I thought it was cute.
0: Yeah, it's cute. Uh, and I hope, hopefully this works out well for them. Uh, they're a really cool group. Uh, but moving on to my other song. Alright, so this is interesting. Uh, this is a song that i kind of semi-been anticipating, just cause, uh, I, I am a fan of Healman in general. Uh, Tiara's a really cool group, but specifically Heumann, sp and specifically because of Chun Chun Bupe, Invincible Youth. Uh, and I was kind of hoping for some really cool things from, from her, uh, single. So, Hillman released her debut single, Nice Body. Uh, and part of the teaser was, part of the, like, kind of the hype about it was that there's going to be a 15 plus video, and, you know, a T-rated video, and an R-rated video. i like, mm-hmm. what? It's going to be R-rated, Hillman Um... And what turned out is that there was going to be the regular video and then there was going to be the dance version. It just happened that they got rated differently. Uh, but <coughs> there were the two releases of the video, uh, for, for Night's nice Body and it's a Brave Brothers track <laughs> and pretty much everything that comes with being a Brave, a Brave Brothers track. And if you've heard a Brave Brothers track, you know what a Brave Brothers track sounds like and here's another one <laughs> uh and that's basically been the reaction from anybody that's reviewed the song but overall it's a, it's, it's an okay song it's not the worst song in the world <laughs> you know yeah but, but like it, it it's a little disappointing that this is what we get from for like a debut so- solo from somebody as cool as human uh but yeah, I, I guess it is what it is. He, he um, may, they, they make hit music, but I don't know. What what was your reaction to seeing the, these songs video?
1: I like the song. The song is really fun. And the, the video could have been a lot more fun of, of like, cause the way it starts is with her with the kind of in the bodysuit. Like, and yeah. maybe if you made a more fun of her, like working to get the nice body, but it's just like she kind of instantly all of a sudden has the nice body. And then it's just like, oh, okay, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, there was no like resolve here. There was just like, oh, okay. Now she has a nice body. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the song overall, I like, and the video is really cute and and fun, you know. So yeah. And the, and the
0: dance is good. Yeah, like and, that's pretty and much it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. The dance is good, and the song is good. Uh, and uh uh, loco's, uh, contribution, you know, he did, he did an okay job. Uh, not as much as I was hoping for, for just from him, but you know, he contributed there. Um, but yeah, it, I think the, the, but the general consensus is that it's just kind of, all right, at this point, brave brothers, brave, the dude, uh, that brave sound is kind of getting a little repetitive <laughs> and mm-hmm. you kind of hear a lot of the same songs. Uh, But I think you hear you you also the 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 dance version works out relatively well, and I like just seeing the dance and not trying to have this kind of. I actually like the dance version video better, not just from it being 19 plus rated, uh, but just for the song fact that it's just focuses on being a catchy song with some fun dance moves, and uh, here's the artist just kind of performing the song. Uh, rather than kind of, I think that because the, the story of the video doesn't quite work, I think stripping that away and focusing just on, you know, dance moves and the song works out better for the song. Um, but overall, yeah, it's, it's not gonna, it, it didn't (laughs) blow the world, uh, you know, blow the world apart. No. uh, But. Yeah, it was a good song. It's just kind of disappointed. This is a, this is the solo debut song. Then it's just kind (laughs) of okay, you know, (laughs) uh, which is disappointing because as for somebody who, 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 who adores human and wants to see her do well to have her debut song kind of be an okay song is a little sad, but yeah, a little nice body. And she does in fact have a nice body and we can all confirm that. We can. Uh, and, but for our last song, uh, this is a song that definitely caught my attention. And it's honestly been the only song that I've been able to really think about for the past few days. Uh, and that is, uh, we're going over to Japan to a group by the name of Far East Mention Mannequins, uh, Agency Syndicate, uh, something like that, or Femme, uh, with a little ditty called Fuck Boys Get Money. Uh, and, all right, so this group apparently is just kind of this, uh, duo who, uh, who kind of are supposed to be mannequins that make hip-hop music, and they work with a lot of the same, like, hit makers that, you know, do some of the songs that you know and some of the artists that you know over here, and they basically just make pop music, and this is a song that they did for a, uh, twerk uh collaboration uh and i forget the, the oh yeah Torque all <laughs> uh that was released in japan uh on the 20 that's going to be released on the on the 23rd there's going to be a whole bunch of uh, songs from uh names like duck sauce uh spankers uh major laser busta rhymes uh featuring mickey and, uh, Nicki Minaj. uh you know all all the twerk Torque. uh aficionados and they're going to be uh they contributed this song to it and it, it, it's a very odd song and video but I think ultimately fits right in with modern pop music and I think just it, it kind of works and it's just so super catchy I, I don't know what, what what was your impression yeah. did you get a chance to listen to this? song? Um,
1: it, it is definitely super catchy and like kind of this uh, silly pop style that, like, is following, like, um, following, like, uh, uh, Kyori Pamyu Pamyu style in a sense, and, like, the kind of, uh, uh, um, oh, god damn it, uh, the, the Japanese rock group, uh. The baby metal? Yeah, baby metal. Kind of like, in uh, like, you know, with just kind of the stylings of those two, you know? Because a lot of that stuff is recently being influenced by cutie pom you pom you, you know, in a sense. And that, then this is very like kind of reminiscent of that, just not as colorful. And it's very Nicki Minaj in a sense, you know?
0: Yes. (laughs) Very Nicki Minaj, very like, and, and I think that the twerking is done well. And I think, uh, overall, like the quirkiness and the weirdness, uh, is something that has already been a part of like, you know, uh, modern like EDM-y trap twerk music. So it's something that fits right in and does it really well. And I, it's just like it's an earworm. It just kind of gets in your head yeah. and like you end up doesn't being being listening to you the know, singing like in your head over and over again. It's like fuck boys getting money and the little dance. Fuck boys getting money. Uh. But yeah, it, it's just a fun song. And y'all should check it out. It's just so much fun. Yep. Uh but I, that's I, all I for, agree. Yes. Uh but that's all for our uh what we've listened to uh these past couple of weeks. Uh we're going to head over to our headlines, which are Wait, where did they go? They, I, I forget where we had them. Over over here? Over Oh yeah, over there. Okay, over there. Hey y'all and welcome back to Headlines here at Hallyujuku. Uh, we're talking about some of the happenings around East Asian pop culture. But first, uh, the big headline is, uh, the reason for our little hiatus, I think half of the reason, uh, Uh, I was at Nerdtacular m- and this past weekend and, uh, I got to hang out with a bunch of our friends, uh, including, uh, our buddy Jaime Mitsula. Our, our good friend, Curly, uh, you know, fellow, you know, streamer, Extraordinaires, uh, Curly and, uh, Viking Lass, you know, got to hang out with Brett, my co-host on Record Breakers, got to smoke a cigar, (laughs) uh, for the first time ever, uh, surprisingly enough, and had a good old time hiking down a mountain on a whim. (laughs) Uh, and, you know, not a lot of East Asian pop culture stuff, uh, uh, on that trip. Uh, didn't even get to meet, uh, Scott Johnson's, uh, Korean adopted siblings, uh, which is a shame because I kind of wanted to talk, uh, to Matt about, you know, how it was to be an adoptee. And, you know, if he had seen like, uh, there's a great documentary called AK Dan on YouTube now, uh, that I would love to have uh, mentioned to him or discussed to him, uh, with, uh, but, that's beside the point. Uh, the main thing I wanted to talk about from that trip was my couple of days in Vegas afterwards. Uh, so I basically did a kind of a Korean food, uh, three day tour of, of Las Vegas and, uh, all guided by Mitsula. Uh, and it was definitely interesting. Uh, first stop was, Actual legit Korean barbecue, which I'd never had before, uh, and we, you know, we had the grill in front of us. We had the person; it was all you can eat. We had the the, the nice lady bring out us out some meat, and we grilled the meat and we ate it. Me and Missoula. Uh and we had some fantastic bulgogi. We had some we had samgyeopsal, you know, pork belly. Uh, we had uh, beef tongue. Uh, we, we got meat drunk is what I'm trying to say. We got, we got nice and meat drunk. Uh, you are, you are an aficionado of the Korean barbecue, I I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. what, what is your go-to, uh, kind of menu at a Korean barbecue? What is your go-to thing? Especially like the all you can eats.
1: Um, usually the beef, like whatever beef they bring you is usually really, really good. Um, I, I always loved that stuff um and it's just kind of i don't know like uh I, I usually just let them bring me whatever they want like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh,
0: some good stuff out there I, I, it was definitely fun and it, it was definitely oh god i had so much meat the meat and then we also had banchan you know all the, all the little side dishes and kimchi uh mitsula had three days straight of eating kimchi so he was firing at all cylinders from from the rear end so it was, it was hilarious yeah. um uh, uh but yeah that was fun korean barbecue and then the next stop the next date was uh a place called soyo uh, uh an authentic korean bar restaurant, and it was exactly what you would imagine your you know your favorite cart bar over in korea we sat down there was you know, all the kind of the, 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 the food. It was like, they even had kind of what looked like a, a cart awning, you know, inside the building. Uh, they were playing K-pop all throughout there. And, uh, though it was funny, Mizzoula did joke around that he thought I was the cr- most Korean person <laughs> there. Uh, even though there was a bunch of Asian people there, a bunch of Koreans, because I was like, oh, I know the song. I know the song uh even though i and then I had to remind him no no i'm i'm more like i'm the i'm the uh i'm the teeny bopper, you know, <laughs> I just got out of hagwan, you know i'm like the more like the fifteen year old jam into the pop music while the the adults are trying to have their meal you know uh but yeah, that was an interesting time. I had my first duckbucky <laughs> you know spicy rice cake spicy fish cake you know in the in the red paper face and all that, and wow, <laughs> that was spicy as all get up. Uh, definitely broke a sweat, uh, but that was delicious as well. And we had more, uh, I believe we had more, well, no, I had, uh, the, the I had ramen, some nice okay. good ramen. Uh, I believe he went for the, for the kimchi fried rice that evening, uh, which was fantastic. Uh, I could of tried a little bit of his, uh, but yeah, I had the big beef ramen and I know he had like an egg in his dish. But he gave it to me and I ate it in mine. So I had the nice beef ramen plus I had what his egg, uh, in there. And it was, yeah, it was, it was legit. It was delicious. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, I see the, I see the bacon, um, in one of these pictures, which is always so good on that open grill, man. The, 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 that bacon meat. That they give you, which is just like, it always is like, I've never had bacon like this in my life. What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's just the way it cooks on that, that open grill, like, you yeah. know, right in front of you. And like, I, I'm pretty sure you didn't have the experience I had because, you know, it, it was in, in a, a Korean barbecue restaurant in America, whereas like my experience was a Korean barbecue restaurant in Korea. <laughs> yeah. So like, as soon as I did something wrong, you know, the, the, the lady that ran the shop, came up like I, wait hold on let me because you're doing that wrong <laughs> like, <laughs> let me show you uh-huh. what you're doing all right there you go go ahead finish eating you know yeah. <laughs> then uh
0: yeah, we were like, mostly you know, left she, And devices. she was, she
1: was so sweet about it. Like we, we were like, Oh, I don't know. I don't want to put this big piece of meat on here or whatever. And then she, you know, came over, moved the thing, was like, you got scissors right here. You know, she didn't, she didn't even, it was like unspoken that like we'd look at the table and be like, wait, where's, um, and she knew exactly what we were looking for. She's like, looking for the <laughs> scissors here, cut up the meat, put it on the grill, you know, put a little sauce on one side, let it, just let it sit. And you know, like I, I, she, th- I, I think she thought I was reaching for it and she kind of was about to slap my hand and like let it sit you know (laughs) i'm like i'm not gonna touch it i'm not gonna touch it you know like i I gave her the like i'm not not touching it i'm not touching it you know yeah and then you know we had the we had the big uh kind of bamboo leaves you know you pack everything in roll it up eat oh so so delicious
0: yeah. And then the bar surround was a nice, a nice extra experience. Uh, I didn't indulge in, in the soju just cause it was only me and Mitzula. And, uh, as those who know Mitzula know that he is not a drinker, uh, at least nowadays. Right. Uh, so it would, it would have been felt weird me drinking alone. Uh, but, uh, I did make a plan that if you and I are going to have to do the, the, the hit Vegas and we're going to mm-hmm. hit these places and we're going to hit the soju nice and good um i i keep a bottle of soju around here somewhere oh it's on my liquor shelf yeah, <laughs> like, so, yeah. uh yeah so the bar was fantastic it was it was really good delicious really good ramen really good food this duck bucky was fantastic i i, I couldn't finish it because it was so freaking hot but like uh it was fantastic but i think the the last part of it was the, definitely the most interesting part which was going to comex uh comex uh korean mexican fusion
1: uh, oh, those. that's such a thing that, that I think I'm either too old or not hipster enough to get those fusion food things. Yeah. Like I just, I just don't get you're it. A, you're um, not a foodie
0: in that sense. Uh, you know, yeah. like, yeah. It's like, like I this. am a
1: person who loves, I love food. I do. Like I do, but I'm, I think I'm very. Almost in a sense, traditional, like, where it's yeah. like, I want sushi, I want it done right, I want it done a specific way, I want my sashimi to look a specific way, like, you know, boom, 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 don't give me this, like, decompositioned sushi. I'm like, yeah. no, that's sashimi, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, yes. <laughs> like fuck you. <laughs> like... um. Like I don't know, and these like yeah. hybrid soul food, Japanese cuisine, you know, yeah. Mexican. It's like, and a lot of them are Mexican x something else. Yeah, uh, fusion well, especially
0: foods. yeah, it's, it's in the Southwest, so we're talking about Mexican food. It's like it. It was wonderful though. It had we had a delightful uh Korean American lady who served us this fantastic food. We had we had samgyeopsal, you know, pork belly skewers and. Uh, bulgogi skewers. Uh, was it bulgogi? I, I, I think we had some like delicious skewers. Um, and I went and had had uh bulgogi fry nacho plate. So it was bulgogi nachos, bulgogi fries, all in like one combo plate. And it was it was the greasiness of Mexican food with the kind of the fantastic meat of Korean food, and like with some a little bit of spice and a little bit of crunch and a little bit of sogginess, and it was just. Uh, it was absolutely delicious. It was a fantastic end to, to my Korean food tour of Vegas. Uh, and of course now I, I we, we know that we, I have definite plans of if we ever get a chance to hit Vegas together, we got to do these places and more. It was like hit the Korean places, you know, knock back soju properly and, uh, do the game, especially Soyo, uh, the bar restaurant, which yeah. is fantastic jam to the, the k-pop be be the be the annoying uh you know 19 year old kids <laughs> listening to the young people music being rowdy next mm-hmm. door after getting out of uh a uh, uh, hog you know uh but uh yeah that that's what we'll be uh but it, it'll be fun yes fantastic food uh but moving on to our proper headlines uh to what we're here for uh crayon pop finally opened in the in the they've been opening for lady gaga for the past couple weeks as we've been anticipating um uh, and so far it's actually been doing pretty well uh i've been like like uh uh very very uh what's the word very diligently, oh, okay. <laughs> Very diligently viewing fan camps. Very diligently viewing fan camps. I've been like a remote stage mom, like this whole time. Just like, are you doing well? Oh, look. Oh, her English is so good. Oh, and then like <laughs> I've been watching the, the reactions. It's like, Oh, they like them. They like them. They all like them. Uh, cause it's like every, t- every stop, every song. They've been getting nothing but cheers from like the audience and uh from obviously people that were there in down in the expensive seats who were there for Gaga, you know, were there for Lady Gaga, obviously. Uh but who are there and were enjoying the show and their their English has gotten so much better and uh they even on their Montreal stop did a little French, you know, their basic stuff, but it was it was good. Uh they have all everything kind of well I rehearsed.
1: Have asked Patrick Fajon.
0: Yeah. I should have asked Patrick Beja, uh, who's, uh, I imagine her, uh, very diligently planning Leonard Tacular, uh, which is going to be in his basement, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. in his, in his apartment by himself because nobody's going to come over to France. Uh, that that was the fun. Patrick Beja was hilarious to hang out with. Uh, I would say (laughs) he was fun. His scarf all the entire weekend, the scarf, the entire weekend. Because he's so gushy in French, uh. But moving on, crayon pop did a fantastic job, and I don't know. It and I've been like this, like this proud stage mom like this whole time watching all this stuff. Have you Have you ever had that like feeling that like your little group, uh, or you know, pop group is well when I when I
1: was when I was more like a big giant fan for AKB, it was always you know when events and things come up, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, like, she's doing really well, she's doing, oh, look at all the votes she's getting, yeah, okay, cool, 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 like, and and looking at concert stuff, and you're like, oh, is she going to get a chance to, to get out on the stage? Yeah, they put her out, all right, cool, like, oh, I know everyone's loving, you know, all that shit, but now yeah. it's I'm very, I'm an uncle fan, I I passively <laughs> just watch it, and and I don't give a fuck about the drama, as in yeah. our last story. Yes, <laughs> which uh, I actually um, I want to move. I want to move our last story up and then do the other story so that we okay. don't go into our other thing on sadness. Okay. Yeah, we can, we can go to our yeah we can go to our last story and I'll, I'll let you kind of uh,
0: give your give a little, uh, pr- a, a description if you want.
1: Yeah. So, um, it it was recently revealed uh due partially to her admission and and partially to things leaking out that uh part park, park boom of two any one of the label of y g of uh co star fame of the the new hit uh reality t v show uh roommates uh is in a bit of scandal in a sense, whereas, uh, back in 2010, uh, she was detained for trying to smuggle drugs, uh, back from, I think America, um, which were some, some kind of amphetamine. It n- yeah. None of these things, I don't think ever say what. Yeah. Amphetamines. Yeah. People it are assuming it's more like
0: like anxiety medication or you know, some of some of the stuff like uh doing the kind of you know maybe some of the stuff you would do with post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, some of the some of the stuff like that, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um and, you know, just kind of speculation and all kinds of other things. People are kind of taking a lot of heed to this uh YG is backing her you know the label and, and YG himself are are backing her 100%. It doesn't seem as though anything is going to stop for her or that yeah. anything um is really really going to be affected except for emotionally and outwardly yeah. think- and and yeah, I think the only thing
0: that's happened so far is that I think she's said that she wasn't going to be on, I think she said that she wasn't going to be on roommate anymore. That she was going to be, she didn't feel like, uh, the strength to film roommate. So that at some point she's going to leave the show. Uh, yeah. which, which is a little sad because I think she's one of the best parts of that show and she's, uh, she she she's absolutely adorable on that show. But yeah, YG kinda even gave out a statement, a very thorough, long statement, probably a li- saying a little too much. <laughs> uh probably
1: Well, saying, I think I think it's one of these situations where I I don't know if it fits my love for the people involved yeah. or the, my sense of the things that are going on. But I really I don't know. I believe them. And I think sometimes what happens when with situations like this, um, where where you're 100% willing to tell the truth, you're 100% to be like, you know, this is this is what's happening. This is what happened. This is what's going on. Like, this is this is there there are points and details and everything that's going on and and there are all these things. And it really, really at the base of it was a mistake, which is why it was handled the way that it was handled because it really didn't need to be anything more than a a singular mistake. And I, I think it's one of those things that they put at the wayside because they figured they handled it the best that they could at the time. And they probably did. And that now that it's coming out, they're so like, no, like, we handled this. This is what happened. We're 100% willing to tell any and everyone the truth and all of these things, which is not bad in any way, you know? Um, especially with a lot of the recent things and, and how you've seen how people just kind of hush hush and, and don't say things and don't do things and all that, that yeah. type of stuff with, with scandal and like will instantly just destroy everything and, and lay waste, you know? Yeah, Um, of taking down fan sites and all these other kind of things. And I haven't we haven't seen or, or we as in, you know, us reading reports and, and reading all the other things and looking at Twitter and all these things haven't seen any of that stuff. And I haven't seen any uh, hardcore hate. Outwardly towards Park Boom or YG or anybody like that. I've, I've more seen a lot of jokes of like, damn, YG's really trying to be thug with that drug smuggling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah, and, and kind of the poking fun at it, but you know, I, yeah. I, I, I think it seems I'm,
0: like a, it's like a media kind of needling thing where they keep trying to get more information on it. Uh, YG released a statement where he kind of explain explained. Uh, some of kind of her backstory and some some of the incidents that caused her to kind of uh, need to have need to have the, the, these emotional issues that have she has accumulated over the years. Uh, growing up in America, you know, a couple of incidents like uh watching a, a, a like a player die on the field, which is you know that's that is a traumatic experience. That is a that is not something you just walk away from and uh. And- and
1: sometimes a you lot have to of do this it. stuff for me were things that I already knew from having watched the Two Any One reality thing that that is on their YouTube channel. I think it's still on their YouTube channel. And yeah. if you're a big Two Any One fan, it's a really good thing to watch. Like of their coming up, um, over like three seasons, the second and third season get really weird because they were really sporadic about the episodes. Um, and they weren't really sure if they were going to continue to do them or, or how they were going to keep doing that. But it's really interesting and fun to watch. And it gives you a really, really great insight to all of the girls and all of the things that they were doing at those times. Um, and you see a lot of her mom talks about a lot of the emotional problems and, and emotional things that she has, but she's such a, uh, hyper bubbly person that like you know when she talks about these things you can really see how they affect her because she yeah. just wants to be a hyper happy bubbly person um which is why i yeah. always love her she she just needs to cut back on the plastic surgery <laughs> yeah god bless
0: her uh but even yeah it, it, and this is also ties into you know mental health and understanding of mental health and uh, how people deal with that and sometimes you need to you you need medication because sometimes your mental health ties into your chemical well-being it's an actual chemical issue and it's an actual thing uh, physiological issue sometimes you need medication and sometimes it's hard to transition from medications that are okay here and then moving to another country and saying okay this medication is not okay here <laughs> which is amphetamines and you know it's a hard transition and everything's weird and I think at the end of the day, a big part of this is, I think Korean society in general is a little too hard, uh and uh, we are too, and we have been too historically here in the States as well, a little too hard on drug users and people who, on drug users rather than say, you know, uh pushers, you know, quick to prosecute users uh of drugs. And quick to criminalize drug use rather than, say, understand why somebody is in this position to be doing those drugs. Here in the States, it's a little more about class. It's a little more about, you know... The haves and the have-nots and a little more complex of a thing, but we're still having our own issues with that. So it's not a, oh, we're so much better than them thing because we have our own issues when it comes to drugs yeah. and how we think about that, but they do as well. And I think it's, we've seen it with the, with the controversy on propofol use, uh, with, with some actresses being arrested and, and we've seen it on a lot of other things and it's something like maybe, uh, they could do a little bit more understanding, a little bit more, uh, trying to understand why people are in situations where they may want to use certain drugs. They may want to use medication like amf- amphetamines, you know, uh, it, it's something that it needs a, a lot more communication and understanding needs to be happen, hopefully globally yeah why can't we
1: be friends and I really think that is that is all that it is,
0: yeah, I think we need to understand each other. we need to understand each other man Kumbaya, yeah, we, I, I think
1: we need to understand not even just each other but ourselves a lot yeah. better and a lot and a lot better of the things that can and can't and hurt people um you know, and I think that is a lot of the, the drug talks that are going on now, you know, not even here just in America, but around the world. Like what actually is dangerous? What actually is harmful? You know, who, and how helpful it is to necessarily blame
0: who, 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 you know, is it necessarily helpful to criminalize those that are users, you know, and, and rather than say, uh, you know, talk to the pushers and uh you know it's, and all of that conversation it's a conversation that needs right. to be had uh and it's a bigger conversation than us so i think we we, we would have mm-hmm. to move on to some uh more uh fun talk A
1: conversation that we can have
0: <laughs> yes a uh, fun conversation joe Quan uh joe continues to Jordan be awesome Stein. continues to be incredibly awesome uh and something that i don't know if we've covered is the fact that he was uh cast on uh, in the stage production in korea of priscilla queen of the desert and you know it, he has been shown like images as uh of his character and him in his and these fantastic outfits uh and he you know he's been owning it and he's been loving it it, it seems like he's really in his element uh in so many ways. And every time I see him post those images, it's like, damn, that's awesome. Like, it's just, I I want to see that show. Like, I want to see that show. It, it, it I can only imagine mm. it's cause drag shows are fun. <laughs> like, I don't know how you've been to a couple of drag shows. I know you have Kaz. I, I've been to a couple of drag shows. They're fun. Like, regardless yeah. of anything, they're just a fun sing song and dance, uh, extravaganza. like, uh, there's, you know, usually a lot of fun comedy and, and of course this is, you know, a fantastic, uh, classic movie, uh, and, and it's apparently a fun, uh, stage play. And I don't know, what, what was your impression of, of Joe uh, fabulous?
1: <laughs> um... I think it's I think it's one of those things where like this dude is a performer through and through so he he he's in it for the performance you know and um even the little video you linked to go along with it of him kind of performing a little bit like it, it's a little bit sloppy but like it is so much like kind of I don't know it's just he he it's wanted just, the role, he got it and he's having fun with it, you know?
0: Yeah, he's owning it. Uh and of course yeah. uh the, you know, with all this he's going to get a, a little bit of a backlash and he has yeah, but-
1: which is and he's he's staying like really as the article said. He's staying really like just super positive about this and super like you know, like i am i ain't gonna let you get me down i'm having motherfucking fun he's like this this is like yes it's a role that happens to be of a gay man and like like great it's good that you're ignorant but yeah you know it's an awesome role it's an awesome show it's an awesome musical and i'll see you when you come pay for a ticket you know uh
0: yeah it's uh it's one of those things where it's like uh Obviously, uh, A, it's obvious that he didn't write it because his English is not that good. If y'all see, if you've ever seen him in a, in a variety show, his English is not this good. So probably Min wrote this, <laughs> uh, of Miss A, probably wrote this out for him, but, uh, it's really cool to kind of see, uh, him, you know, kind of own it and be, be, be the boss ass bitch that he is. Mm. It's like, yeah, uh, it's like work it. Uh, so, uh, And I, I do want to see this show. Like, uh, just like I want to, I really want to see Sonny's performance of singing in the rain. Uh, I want to see this. (laughs) Mm It's the, the, it's just uh, really cool stuff. Uh, but moving on to more fun. Uh, more fun. Wait, where was I? (laughs) I forgot how I'll do this show. Uh, no, oh, yeah, no. Joe Kwan's fabulousness. That is it for our headlines. <laughs> uh, you you know, uh, a little bit All right. So now we're going to talk about uh, something in our next segment. We're going to talk a little album review. Uh we'll Hopefully make this a regular thing. Uh, we're talking about some yeah. FX. Some we've been excited yeah. about. So join us on the flip side.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Um with as Petey said, our album review that we've we've been been kinda doing these. We've done some of these random this one is a little more specific. Um Yeah. So uh we came back with FX's red light. Um mm-hmm. which is also the the uh title of the album as well as the title track. Um Yeah,
0: we've we've been like I I know I've been anticipating this every time ever since I started started seeing the kind of the teasers and the teaser images and the 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 little teaser video from like I think it was M M countdown and I heard that little bit of the beat I was like uh I I I you know hype level you know (laughs) raised uh (laughs) and I have I should have grabbed it but I have pink tape right over that way somewhere you know because well you you bought it for me (laughs) uh and you know i have that for a reason i love that album uh it's just a fantastic album and i was so hyped for this uh and did did, were you anticipating as much as i as i was
1: um i love i like fx I, I don't know if I'm super, super duper in love with them. Like, partially, it's just like my love for Amber, and yeah. like, <laughs> um, so, some of their songs are are definite misses for me. Which I I'm gonna already say happened on this album. There are some songs that are misses for me. Uh-huh. Um, but overall, I I enjoyed it a lot. I definitely enjoyed the title track, "Red Light,"
0: yeah.
1: um, and and. I enjoyed, I I also enjoyed the video. I love the kind of the art and and style of the video. Um, there's no story whatsoever to be had there, no matter what, no matter what they try to make you think. Um, but it's so beautifully shot. It's so like the fucking camera work. Like, and I just mean like the choices in lighting and the choices in like colors and like the, the, where to use kind of higher definition lower definition is really good yeah uh
0: i i I put this right next to uh exo's growl as kind of ss sm's uh uh f you to anybody that complains about the box sets (laughs) because (laughs) uh, like this is uh for all intents and purposes a dance in a box video uh, but the camera work and the lighting and the choices that they do with, you know, the the green screening and all that and the set building really breaks it out of being just kind of a stereotypical dance in a box, set, a dance in a box video. Like it, it, it just all that makes it so that it doesn't feel like those videos feel doesn't have the negative of those while still kind of having all the positives of kind of keeping to one location and you know keeping things contained so that you have a sense of consistency with the the sets and and the feel of the video that i think that that is always the positive of dance in a box you know the 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 box sets which is where the, the consistency of it all uh which is what i think Helps this video a lot. Like the video is just so much, so cool and so much fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah. So, but, but, and we've also been listening to, to the album quite a bit. Uh, it has some fantastic tracks that have, they've also been promoting in, uh, a couple they've been promoting in their, in their showcases. Uh, what would be some, I guess what would be some of the kind of, you said you had some hits and misses. What would be some of your like favorite, uh, tracks? Uh that um, you would pick out of
1: it. I really liked um Red Light. I liked Milk. I liked Boom Boom uh Boom Boom Bang Boom. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: Um, uh, um All Night was okay. It, uh-huh. it, I'm still su- not super sure about that. That's track number five. And uh, other than that. I'd say the definite misses for me are Dracula. Uh I just, like, I, I was so, like, ready to skip that song. And kind of the same with Butterfly and Rainbow. I was like, yeah. as I was going through those songs, I kept looking over, like I kind of want to skip these, but I was yeah. like, I'm I'm listening to them for the the effect of like how good the album is and stuff like that. So it was just one of those things where it's like I'm not going to skip them, but I kind of want to. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I, I I definitely agree with you on on Red Light, and I really dug Milk. Um, I I actually dug All Night quite a bit just because of it, it's like uh bad rabbitsy kind of uh disco funk feel to it uh yeah, yeah r&b sound to it um and uh mujige the rainbow i actually kind of dug it, it was it was a, a it's a weird track it's very uh hip-hop style it's very hip-hop sound uh, very yeah. kind of that, that trappy a little bit almost, which is, which is weird to say from an F, uh, an SM artist. Uh, but it's, uh, it, it, it works for them. Uh, but I think it, it's, it's, a fantastic track on the, on the album. Let me, let me look up the album again. I probably should put this up before the show, but hey, uh, what's the fun in that? Dracula, you know, I definitely agree. I, I, I like the song, but I can see why it could turn somebody off, especially kind of the, the corny intro part, trying to do the, the thriller, <laughs> the, the aspects of it. And, uh, you know, a couple of the other songs probably didn't work as well. Uh, I think the main thing I would say about
1: the album is that it's, Pretty front loaded, uh, yeah. overall. Like, and, that, and that's something we've talked about before. We've talked about song arrangement and I bet you if I went in here and I rearranged these songs, I'd have a different feel. Yeah. You know,
0: because
1: uh, I think sometimes in that sense, track arrangement can make or break you. Yeah. Um, and I think that w- track arrangement for me was the reason I really liked the my name album yeah. was because I felt like the songs really flowed well together where sometimes in like red light flows in the milk really well. Milk does not really flow in the butterfly that great. Um And then it's kind of a mix in the middle. Like there's just weird mix in the middle of slow and fast songs yeah. um and, and up tempo, down tempo, you know, uh stuff or whatever. And it's just because, FX has this wide range in their music, which is really good, which is what makes me love them so much. But the, the arrangement of songs just, I think is what got me. Um, yeah. because, yeah. you know, there's, there's always a definite flow to an album and that's what really yeah. makes a, a, a nice album. And, and Pink Tape had that. Pink Tape yeah. flows so well, um, yeah. track to track.
0: Yeah, it definitely flows a little. It's just an album that I can always just kind of listen to front, from front to back and not really want to skip anything where, uh, this one has a good head of steam at the beginning, uh, with, uh, you know, Red Light and Milk are both fantastic tracks. Uh, Butterfly, I would say is slightly forgettable. Just cuz i, I mm-hmm. nothing i uh, not listening to it now i don't really remember it all that much then Mujigae does really well i you know rent rainbow and all night ha like i said has that kind of that that discoy fun feeling and then you know there's a couple more tracks and it just kind of okay yeah you know and it just kind of loses steam and it just kind of putters to the end uh it's something that we talk about with record breakers where uh, drew ha- drew our buddy drew Uh, has, uh, chronicled as a, you know, an active recording artist, how much, uh, thought is put into the first five tracks of an album and how everything else is kind of a, a second thought to the first five tracks of an album and how much, uh, that is considered the important part when arranging an album.
1: And so let's say this, right? Let's say red light, let's say red light's a mini album, uh, four or five track mini album. What yeah. are your what are your five? Uh five red light milk Uh I would
0: throw uh definitely mujige I think Dracula is a it's as well it's well received enough to want to throw in there. Uh Summer Lovin Summer Lover you want to throw in there. I it's not necessarily the better song and this is me arranging an album for for the for them. Uh but it's something that Amber uh contributed to, so I think it's supposed it should be in there. <laughs> and you know it's a good you know, summer song and let me see, Red Light, Milk, Mugie, uh, Dracula Dracula and Summer Lover. That's I think that would be a good solid five song. And I'm not saying those are the best five songs of the album, but if I were just off the top of my head arrange a little mini album off of these tracks, based on kind of what fits together and what I think would be important to include, those would be the songs that would include just, you know, off the cuff. Just those are the ones that stick out to me.
1: I I think for me, it's red light milk all night, summer love paper heart, because Uh paper heart is a really good last song to me. Um, Red light milk all night. I'll do that, yeah. Red one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Um. So yeah, red light, milk, all night. Even though I'm still wishy washy on that one, summer love, and and paper heart. Um, yeah. And because to me, I think the rest are kind of forgettable songs. Yeah. Um, uh.
0: Yeah. I, I think I definitely, uh, I definitely think that works really well. I think those those work really well as kind of a a good little mini album. I think, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't mind that, you know, it was a, you know, a bigger album. I, I like
1: having. No, I more. don't mind that either. I'm just saying, I think you yeah, hit the mini album. right on the head is, is there are forgettable tracks in here. And if this was a mini album, I think it would have had a stronger just take. If you, uh-huh. if you take the, the five strongest songs, but I, at the same time, FX is past mini album point, you know, yeah. like they're, they yeah. they are into like just only making full albums. And it's not to say that none of these other songs aren't good. It's just like Petey said, it's they're type the types of songs that if you're not listening to them, you don't think about them. But they have these songs on here. And to say that there are five on here. And we picked a lot of the same ones, but we also picked different ones, which, you know, can will also go to show that there there will be there are these songs in here that people will have a better reaction to. Uh-huh. Just is saying like It's a pretty good album. It's not a great album. It's not spectacular. I don't think it lives up to pink tape in any way. Um, but I'm not disappointed at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I I, I can still jam to this. I I, I will still jam into this. I have it on my phone. I'll, I'll jam to it. It's just, yeah, it's front loaded, but I think overall pretty solid album. Uh, and that's what we would say about, about red light. Uh, and mm-hmm. we love FX. That's the other thing we would say. We love FX oh, definitely. with all of our hats.
1: I'm going to be bumping red light for pretty much the most of the week. So, uh, look for that in my music picks like two weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, I think that
0: that's, that's it for another episode of Hali a successful return after, you know, a, couple of weeks off you know not not that yep. much of a time off uh
1: back but on the, back on the horse no pod fading
0: no pie fading no no uh kaz what have you been doing these past couple of weeks with your with your podcast in life
1: um we actually took a little break on on uh Shooting Your Shit with your nerdy Black Eyes as well, just due to te- more technical issues than anything else. But uh-huh. there are new episodes for you to go check out. Definitely check out the one where we also had Curly on uh, right after E3 to talk about some video gaming stuff. And then listen to the two episodes right after that, where I think I have rants on silly things, as I am apt to do. Um, the The ears are needed. I am still in the process on figuring out where in my house is the best place to record a sit-down, talk-to-the-camera YouTube thing that I want to do, which will involve uh, gaming, anime, uh, music and TV, and kind of all the things that I find that are interesting and um, ways in which I can try to make it interesting to you. So there will be a little bit of me playing video games, a little bit of me... Uh, talking about anime, what, what I think is good, why I think it's good, stories and all that kind of stuff, being creative. Um, maybe even me building Gundams, cause I always find that really interesting. I always find yeah. like those kind of videos of, of that, the Gundam builds really interesting. Um, My and maybe guys, even start away. doing some walking around video shoots at, at comp, at uh, conventions and things like that yeah. since I'm going to be going to more and more and more and more as I get older.
0: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> give yourself a monopod and just start rocking it. You know? Yeah. Um uh, so that's all the stuff that I'm kinda slightly working on. Um and just kinda trying to tighten up the stuff that I do uh yeah. and, and make it good.
0: Yeah, so you can catch all that uh all that info, just go to about that me slash King Uh mm-hmm. of course today I'm Twitter doing the and same old thing.
1: and yeah. All that stuff.
0: Yeah, about that me slash PD rave for my stuff. You can find all my stuff there, including the pictures from uh Nerdtacular, uh, and l- news on new stuff and things coming back. We'll, we're, I'm still kind of formulating things in my head, uh, but yeah, follow the show at Hallijuku, uh, so, you know Hallijuku or KpopPodcast.com, dot uh, com. Easier to share. Uh, hand it on My hopefully y'all are here from. Uh, having my business card in your hand at Nurtacular. So hopefully, you know, that worked. You know, the whole giving people business cards thing. Maybe. Hopefully. You know, it's a nice picture. Hopefully that got, inspired people to come here. Uh, but uh, that's it. Follow the things, share, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, we're everywhere. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Fighting. Annyeong. I think yummy.